Welcome to the Your Dream or Mind podcast, the place to be if you dream of living a life of fulfillment, freedom, flow, and most importantly, fun. I'm Laura Cruz, the Dream Transition Mentor, the creator of the unique six-step Dream Transition Method, which will take you from idle daydream to transitioning into your wildly successful freedom-based business. Listen to inspirational stories from women who have been brave enough to take the leap from corporate and now live the life they've always dreamed of. Women like you and me. They did it, I did it, and you can too. Grab a cuppa, find a cosy spot, and sit back and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to the Your Dream or Mind podcast. I'm your host, Laura Cruz, also known as the Dream Transition Mentor. Have you ever thought about what that name actually is or what it means? I worked with a coach, like a niche coach, a couple of years ago to kind of help me to come up with it because I'd already started my thoughts around what my niche was going to be, but I really needed some help to uh, to kind of refine it and change it and move it forward. And I absolutely love the job title. It's quite long, but essentially what I, what I love about it is it's unique, which makes me laugh because I got like a junk spam email from someone and um, it said something like, oh, I love seeing what dream transition mentors like you like to do. And I thought, what a joke, because there's only one of me. So that's just like an AI generated email, which means absolutely nothing. So that went straight into the bin. Um, just made me laugh. But the purpose of, of the title and my mission and, and what I'm really passionate about is helping my clients, my listeners, my followers, my academy members, my one-to-one clients, my readers, to help them to see that the life that they've always dreamed of, the dream life and business that they really want, is within reach, that they can achieve it, that they can make it a reality, that it can happen, but also it's not going to happen overnight. So that's why the word transition is in there, because it's a journey. I did a podcast episode about this ages ago called um, Transition Don't Jump. And it's the same same thoughts now is that it takes time. It doesn't matter how long it takes. It will take as long as it takes for you to do it. But it's about transitioning over. It's about shifting over into that life that you have always wanted. And uh, it's powerful stuff and I absolutely love it. I'm, I feel like this is what I was put on the earth to do, honestly, It took me till I was 45 to work it out. But I feel like this is what I was meant to do, to inspire uh, people the world over to to believe that they have it in them to create the dream life and business they've always wanted. Oh, that makes me happy. So I want to talk to you today about something which um, this is a comment that somebody made to me. um, And uh, it's just made me laugh so much. So somebody said, oh, you know, you know what she's like? She she has a problem for every solution. And I just was laughing so much. I was like, what do you mean? Oh, well, you know, every time you come up with something, they'll find a problem. Like every time you come up with a reason, you know, like a, a solution or a fix or a way forward, they can find a problem with it. And I thought that's such a brilliant phrase and such a brilliant subject, like topic for a podcast, because isn't it so true? We all know people who find a problem for every solution. We all know people who look to the negative rather than looking at the positive. We all know people who cannot see 
outside of where they are and can only look kind of with blinkers on to um, to the future. And I feel really, really strongly that what we need to do is be looking for a solution to every problem, not a problem to every solution. There's a saying that sometimes people see life as life uh, as a glass half empty or a glass half full and you know we divide people up into um into those categories oh she's really glass half empty and if you've never heard that phrase before what we mean is you see a glass there's it's 50% full or empty it's got 50% liquid of the capacity in it and somebody who's positive will look at that and say oh that glass is half full and somebody who's got a slightly more negative mindset will say the glass is half empty. Now, this is just a generalisation and I don't want to categorise people into these, you know, different spots, but different like, uh, you know, pigeonhole people. But it's really interesting and it's definitely, definitely something, um, you know, my mum says it, you know, a lot of things that I say now, or I think about what things that my mum said to me. So, you know, people can be kind of put into two categories with that. I tend to think that it's a bit more it's a bit more sophisticated than that. It's, it's slightly different. I think that in life there are people who make life happen and then there are other people who life happens to. Now, I'm not making a judgment. Please don't think that. I'm not making a judgment on that. It's an observation. But I think that people who life happens to are the people who will find a problem for every solution and the people who make life happen are the people out there looking for the solution to the problem I keep reminding myself which way I'm talking now so I am definitely somebody who makes life happen and I always have been right from when I was a teenager um, right when I was kind of looking for job opportunities as like Saturday kid back from when I um, didn't get my A-level grades and went off to university, went off to a different university and, you know, had to kind of like, oh, you know, went through clearing, didn't uh, didn't have anywhere to live. This is such a random story, but it was with my mum and dad and I was outside the university and this woman came up to us with her daughter and said, oh, hi, um, are you, you know, are you coming here as a student? And this must have been like, well, it was after clearing. So it must have been like mid to end of August. And I was starting in the September, probably starting three weeks later. Are you looking for um, somewhere to live? And because I'd gone through clearing, I didn't get into halls. And I said, yeah. And she said, oh, we've got a flat, a two bedroom flat. Um, this is my daughter, you know, you want somebody to share with. And so we went to look at the flat and I ended up living with this girl. And I lived with her for three years at university. Um not in the same flat, we, we moved and we lived else, elsewhere, but she was my housemate for three years from this chance meeting. So somebody might have looked at that and said, oh, it's really difficult. You won't find accommodation. You're not in halls. You're going through clearing. You can't make that work. You know, oh, it's all too difficult. Where I was just thinking, it's fine. You know, we'll find somewhere for me to live. I'll find some accommodation. I'll make it work. And I was, you know, real finding you know, making life happen, finding the solution to the problem, not giving up because I didn't get the grades to get into the university I wanted to go to. And I'm sure I've shared on here before, I wanted to go to Swansea 
uh, to do my English degree and I was really set on going to Swansea and how different my life would have been if I'd gone there. There's no, no disrespect to Swansea or Wales, but my life has been on the path it's been on because of where I went to university. Then I met my ex-husband and that's the pathway it's taken me on. Do you see what I mean? So the 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 making life happen then at 18 has had a massive impact on the rest of my life. It's it's it set the, the pathway, like the, the start of the journey for the rest of my life. So, but from then on, I made life happen. So, you know, went off to live in uh, Singapore with my ex-husband um, and, uh, you know, got jobs out there. If you've read my book, you'll, there was a bit in there where I talk about how I basically left a job that I didn't like anymore. And, um, yeah, didn't want to do this job anymore, but then couldn't really find any conventional work. So decided to advertise myself. It's legitimate. It doesn't, I know it sounds dodgy to advertise myself to find work. And I did, I found a brilliant job working for uh, Bentley Motorcars. So the, um, I definitely am somebody who, who takes action. My last corporate role that I had before I, um, the last corporate role I had before I worked for myself um, it was entrepreneurial pub company and they basically were renovating the pub in the center of my town where I live. And I'd walked past and I'd seen like the hoardings and it said, you know, the name of the company and, you know, the pub was coming soon. And I was a bit nosy, a bit Mrs. Mangle. So I thought, oh, that's interesting. I'll, um, I'm going to look them up and see what they're like, see who they are, you know, see what they're about. So I looked them up, never heard of them before, looked them up and, um, they uh, were, uh, they look great, right? They look like really kind of values driven organization. They look like the kind of company that I'd like to work for. So I sent my CV and an email to the HR manager and said, oh, hey, I saw this. I'm, you know, this is what I'm doing. I'm looking to make a change. And I had an email back from her saying, oh, that's so weird because we've just, you know, I've just been given the go ahead to recruit somebody to come in and be like a training manager. Do you want to come for an interview? I mean, how weird is that? Literally that week. So weird. Um, so yeah, so I'm definitely somebody and there's, I've got loads of other examples, but these are the things that, that I do to make life happen. And I, of course have, um, I of course have difficulties in my life and have problems and have things that, that will be challenging and things that need overcoming but I think the difference is I look at them now because of my years of experience of coaching and my years of personal development and my years of thinking about how I react to things, how I engage with people, how I choose to live my life. I look at things now with a much more kind of positive mindset. I look at it and say, OK, so this is the thing. How could we fix that rather than... Um, somebody who finds the the problem somebody says well you could do this and then the person will say well that won't work you know or what about this well that no that doesn't in fact interestingly I was out with some friends at the weekend and they were talking about um something and I said well why don't you do this and my even my husband said oh it's not as easy as that and I said but if you don't allow yourself to believe that you could do it how will you even make it happen if you don't allow yourself to believe that you could do something different, that you could set a bigger target or a bigger goal and you could make it happen. If you don't allow yourself to think that, how will you ever get started with it? How will you ever 
move from the status quo to that elevated status, you just won't because you'll say, oh, that won't work. So think about yourself and ask yourself whether you are somebody who finds a problem for every solution or are you somebody who is curious enough to think, okay, how can I do this differently? Are you somebody who looks at the glass and thinks it's half empty or would you like to think of it as being full and you could fill it up some more? Are you somebody who makes life happen? So instead of, you know, like, um, whenever I say that about making life happen or life happens too, I don't know why, but I think about like Super Mario or something and Super Mario is walking along the screen in the computer game and there's like mushrooms and um, dragons and things coming his way. And he will just keep walking, right? And he'll just get hit by all these things. Or he could be really proactive and like kind of bosh him out of the way or jump over them or jump to a different level or use one of his boosters and move out of the way. There's all, do you know what I mean? You, there will always be things, but how you choose to react to them, how you choose to see them will ultimately define whether you actually make that a success, whether you do grow and develop and learn and change and make your life better or whether you stay stuck in the status quo. I used to talk about um, uh, people that I would call mood hoovers when I was doing corporate training. And I'd say, oh, you know, sometimes we always, you know, there's usually one mood hoover at work. And the mood hoover is somebody who subconsciously kind of sucks all the good um, energy out of the room, sucks all the kind of positivity um, and the like, you know, nice feeling. So when you arrive at work and you say, oh, hi, how are you? You know, how's your weekend been? And then the mood over says, oh, it was terrible. Um, and I'm not saying that people aren't allowed to express their feelings, but mood hoovers have this capability of of sucking all the energy the good energy out of the room and the sad thing is that most people who are mood hoovers don't know that that's what they actually are they don't realize the impact they have on others and they probably don't even recognize their own behavior but it makes people not want to work with them because they other people are like i don't want to be dragged down by the mood hoover but I think mood hoovers are these would be the kind of people that would find a problem for every solution. So if you said, oh, oh, you didn't have a great weekend. Why don't you do this, this and this next weekend? And the person would say, I can't do that. It will never work out. That Things like that don't work for me. I can't afford it. I can't get there. I don't know how to get the train, blah, blah, blah. It's quite exhausting being around people who won't It's not that they don't listen, but they don't allow themselves to even think that they could do anything differently. All of my work is based on mindset. It's based on positivity. It's based on looking to the future. It's based on looking at where you are right now and where you would like to be and creating a plan to get there. It's not about saying there are no problems. It's not about saying it's going to be easy. It's not about saying... Um, you're never going to have a bad day in your life. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, if you are somebody who finds a problem for every solution, ask yourself why you are doing that. Ask yourself what you're getting from it. Every single thing we do in life, we do because we get a reaction. We get something from it. So if you think about, you know, um, 
I was thinking about this at the weekend, about overeating, because I was really overeating yesterday. I thought, why am I doing that? I mean, I was hungover, but, you know, everything we do, we do it, you know, there's a reason. So, you know, I really wanted some cake. I'm eating a lot of cake because I love cake. Um, but I get something from that. And then I moan and say, like, oh, God, I feel really full now. But I got something from it. I got the high of the sugar or the taste or the chocolate orange, whatever. So ask yourself if you are the kind of person that finds something negative to say rather than looking positively to the future and how you could go about changing that, how you could go about starting to look at things with a much more open and positive and um, kind of, uh, what's the word? That almost like free thought. So instead of saying, well, when I think about that thing, I usually feel this and it's negative. Allow yourself to think past that and think, well, normally when I think about this thing, it makes me feel a bit sad or it makes me feel a bit negative or it makes me feel a bit defeated. What could I do differently to feel different? You know, I don't want to feel negative anymore because actually feeling negative makes me sad. It makes me withdraw from people. It makes me really fed up. What could I do differently? Think about how you can be the person that finds the solution to every problem, not the person who finds the problem to every solution. Be the person who looks at a glass and goes, that's half full and I'd like to fill it up rather than, oh, there's only half left. Be the person who makes life happen. So be the person that says, do you know what? I don't think this is working for me anymore. Whatever it is, you know where you live, what you do for a living, you know, perhaps a relationship, a fitness thing, a food thing, a drinking thing, whatever you're doing, look at that and say, is that working for me anymore? If it's not, okay, what will I do to change it? Instead of looking at it and going, well, I'd like to change that, but I can't change it because I've got no money. You know, I want to lose weight, which is, I'm always trying to lose weight. If you want to lose weight, you know, you could do this, this and this. Oh, well, I can't do that because I can't afford it and I can't get to a class and I can't do this, that and the other. Think differently. Think more positively. Think more openly. Think outside the box. Allow yourself to come up with a much more positive solution. Switch it on its head and don't be the person that finds the problem for every single solution. Don't be the person that adds the but at the end of the sentence. When somebody says, Oh, you could do this. And you're like, yeah, I'd like to, but I can't because instead be the person that finds a solution to the problem. And I know this is an oversimplification, but you want to lose weight? Eat less and exercise more. I always say to my husband, stop coming up with newfangled uh, ways to do that because he always says that to me. I go, oh, I need to lose some weight. And he says, why don't you eat less and exercise more? Um, You know, you want to... You want to cut down on what you're spending. So look at what you're spending on and find a way to cut that down instead of saying, I can never save any money. You want to start your own business. You really want to work for yourself. But you're telling yourself it won't work. Why don't you tell yourself it can work? Why don't you look at it from a point of view that this could actually work? Start finding solutions for your problems. And I tell you what, it is amazing how much that will shift your mindset. You will suddenly realise that you are capable of far more than you think and amazing things will happen to you and you'll be like, oh my God, this is amazing. And you'll wonder why. And the reason those amazing things are happening is because you opened your mind up to all that is good, all that is positive, all that is 
um, in the future, all of your goals and dreams, you opened yourself up to the possibility that you could actually achieve them. And guess what? You did. So if you are somebody who finds the problem to every solution, I challenge you this week to turn that on its head. Instead of going straight into the old routine of saying that won't work for me, ask yourself what would work for you or how you could change that to make it work for you or stop yourself from saying the stock answer that you always give because it's not actually true. I'll see you next time, my fellow dreamer. You have been listening to the Your Dream or Mind podcast with Laura Cruz. If you're ready to create the dream life and business that you've always wanted, then let's work together. Order my book, listen to the podcast, join the Dream Life Academy, come to the Dream Life Business Club, get involved with me. I can help you to create the dream life and business you've always wanted.